everyone. This is Jackie Cooper with Jay Cooper Travels Talk Show. And I want to thank everyone for liking and subscribing, especially because there are a lot of shows in the queue right now that I haven't actually dropped. And so I want to make sure that you are able to enjoy and keep in contact with me as I meet new people around the world. For those of you that are new to Jay Cooper Travels, I just want to give you a quick update about my background before we talk about electric vehicles, solar, and why, you know, the trend is that people are really um, investing in both of these, both to save money, as well as to help protect our environment. I have two individuals on that I'll be introducing in a second um, that will help me, you know, with this conversation that I think is really important. Um, but my background I'm a lawyer. I'm also um, a special educator and um, an entrepreneur in, in many different areas that I'm passionate about and also a mom. And the Jacob Travel started a number of years ago and it started because of my love to travel around the world and to meet different people. In fact, in about three weeks time, I'll be heading to Dubai and I'm very excited about that. But um, you know, a number of years ago when my daughter and I traveled to Tanzania, that was my first experience um, in seeing um, solar panels um, in Africa. And I had seen them in the States. And I was fascinated with the idea of incorporating this type of energy because we were going on safaris. And to me, the idea of having electrical lines through the parks, obviously it did not make a lot of sense because of the habitat that it would destroy, but also just logistically it wouldn't work. But you know, it, it made sense to start incorporating um, solar and other green features uh, in communities to help them with their electricity, with you know, getting clean water, a whole slew of, of different things that were needed in different communities. Um, because at that point, we, all of us, uh, this was about eight years ago, we were, you know, Wi-Fi connected, but now we're even more Wi-Fi connected. We're more electrical using, you know, we're connected with our phones, our iPads. Um, and, and that's a good thing, but it also maybe needs, requires us to think about how do we help protect the environment that we are you know, exploring and connecting with. So today our topic is how do we stay green? How do we help others? How do we also save money? Uh, because with inflation happening, you know, there's a lot of um, challenges that families have. And this is a way that, you know, financially you can do an investment and as well as do something good. So, um, I want to have both Rand and Randy introduce themselves, and then we're going to talk about electric vehicles and the trends that we see. How are you doing, guys? Doing great. Doing well, thank you. You're from around here. different parts of the world, so why don't you each introduce yourself and share where you're located? Randy, you want to start? You always ask me that same question every single time we are on a, a vodcast with with uh, Jackie, it's, it's uh, okay, fine, I'll start. Um, I'm in the Northeast, everybody. I'm in the United States. Um, I'm in New Jersey today. And um, I have uh, an extensive career that I retired from in the investment, investment banking business. Um, and then I 
migrated my business into the renewable energy space. So environmental benefits, solar energy primarily. And that's what brings me to this conversation today. So nice to see everybody again, or nice to meet everybody today. Yeah. Again. Rand, please. So uh, my name is Rand. Yeah, I just, well, I'm, I, live in, I live in South Africa. So it's, it's kind of close to Tanzania or Tanzania as they call it around this part of the world, which is kind of interesting to learn. Uh, we moved here, we live in the expat life for about last 10 years. My wife had a, was posted at a job over in the Philippines and we ended up migrating down to South Africa. As you know, COVID hit, we didn't need to be anywhere and friends asked us to come here, we love it. So um, yeah, there's a lot, of, solar is very interesting here because um, a lot of people are trying to opt out of the, the poor infrastructure and they would love if they had the tax credits, they would love if they had the net metering agreements where the energy utility company buys back your surplus at a pretty good retail rate, uh, it's called net metering. Uh, there's a bi-directional meter you know you buy energy but you also sell it back to them that's a net metering contract and that's basically a subsidy so they hear that stuff and they say oh my gosh we will go solar for an roi at 10 years and pay cash for it so it's very interesting to look at the demand for solar because the costs have come down significantly for a lot of hardware is very very high it's a very strong interest in it because of uncertainty in the future and volatility of, of, of access to resources uh, but also attention on going green and um, just self-sufficiency. So U.S. has the same things. We have a very interesting dynamic. I got into solar because I saw it as a growth market. I like the idea of, of doing stuff, doing well by doing good. And uh, by virtue of that, we, we joined the same company that was very progressive. And uh, we met Randy, which we were grateful to have met because he's very knowledgeable in the area and has a very wide scope to pull from. So we had some very interesting conversations and we kind of teamed up, formed an alliance. And then I met Jackie online and I said, Jackie, I've got this good friend, Randy, and I'd like to maybe we'll do some talk shows. And she kind of took the initiative and here we are. Yeah. So we've done, uh, for those that are listening, we've done a number of, of um, talk shows or conversations about important topics. So definitely go back in the feed and um, listen to them because they're very educational, both about the solar side as well as other uh, topics that we have talked about. Um, today, we decided that we really wanted to hone in on electric vehicles because um, there is definitely a trend, and I'll show a chart in just a second, of uh, purchases. I mean, I personally have a hybrid and I love it because right now gas is so high. And I just went to visit my daughter in New York and round trip, it cost me $16. So, I mean, it was really uh, very cost effective. Um, I mean, do you, what are your thoughts about um, gas rising, inflation and that type of thing as I pull up the chart guys? Ran, would you like to start or would you like me to today? Um, well, I think you'd have, you have most of the, um, the breadth of the scope as we go into it. So maybe I'll, I'll get a couple words in the beginning because at that point it's better if you, you follow through. Uh, just inflation. So where are we at? Um, Randy just informed us that, that in the Eastern seaboard, we're looking at a 16% a hike rate in, in energy costs just this last you know, few days ago. And uh, when I heard the couple, you know, as of like two weeks ago, CNN said that the energy inflation has been about an average of 11% year over year. So yes, we have about an 8.5% inflation. If you look at the larger trend, that's probably not going to go away because if the Fed raises interest rates, it stalls the economy. And um, it's a different kind of a rock and a hard place. You'd raise the interest play, uh, rates to control and tamp down inflation. That's the usual uh, routine. Anyway, so it's probably going to stay pretty consistently high. And uh, energy is actually higher than average inflation. And uh, there's a kind of a rule out there that at 7.2%, 
you will double either your investment or um, double whatever it is. So say you're investing 10,000 at 7.2% interest, it'll double to 20,000 in 10 years. So we're looking at 8.5% inflation where you're doubling your power bill in eight, nine years at 11%, it's probably seven years. If you do nothing, your power bill will double in you know, not a long period of time. Or solar represents an opportunity to opt out of that and to freeze your electric bill in time and take your existing bill and literally swap it for lesser solar payment where every payment goes to an energy producing asset that you own. And because you own it, it's at today's prices are actually a little bit cheaper and your, your rate is fixed in time. So you take a 250 bill, it's now 230 and it's frozen in time for decades, which is very significant because it gives you a nice little life hack to opt out of the inflation we're seeing. So uh, that's what Jackie got in, interested in. And that's why I thought it was a growth industry and something that could really help a lot of homeowners out. And it wasn't really well known that that dynamic can save people $100,000 over 30 years. I found that fascinating. I, I dove into the industry and met some very cool people along the way. So that's the backdrop of, of, of why what's happening in the economy and how, well, how solar fits into that. And now we're talking about electric vehicles and how you can make have savings from there and then use your, your own energy with your solar and really have this kind of double whammy to, to create quite a bit of value and savings. I know that um, every family, myself included, um, you know, we have some basic expenses in our budget. We have our mortgage. We have, unless you've paid it off, we have a vehicle. Maybe some families have more than one vehicle. So you have the cost of the vehicle, the cost of insurance, the cost of maintenance, the cost of gas. And then, you know, connected with your home, you also have, you know, the utilities. And so, as you mentioned, you have your electric, you have your, you know, maybe gas, you have other your water and things like that. So, you know, as, as families are looking at the income that they're taking in, they're also looking at, um, myself included, at the expenses that are going out and how can you save in different areas. And, um, you know, as an, as an individual who, as a teacher, I have a salary coming in. As an entrepreneur, I have a business. So that means I have a business write-off. And But I'm always looking at where else can I get tax savings? So that way it saves on the income that I'm taking in. So I can then have more cash to be fluid with things that I like to do, like travel or, you know, when my daughter was in college, pay for her college and things like that. So I, that was what, another reason why I wanted to have both Rand and Randy on, because these are important topics for everyone to think about. We all have fixed costs, but if we can reduce those fixed costs and have uh, savings in that area to create more um, cash flow, then that means that we can do more with the lifestyle that we want. So, um, so Randy, I know I have a chart on here about electric vehicles, sales in California and the United States. So for those that are listening on the audio side, definitely feel free to hop over to the, the video side on YouTube. And also for everyone who's listening, I will have embedded in the blog below links so you can contact and get, you know, um, uh, and a complimentary estimate as to how to incorporate solar for you as a homeowner. There are certain uh, caveats, you know, um, you know, depending upon your state, depending upon where your home is located, a whole slew of things, but we're not going to get into that right now. So Randy, what, what does this chart look like? What is it? Why don't you explain it to us? Year over year growth, um, going back 11 years, we're in 2022 today. 
year over year growth. Part of the challenge here is that we look at the years 2019 and 2020 and recognize the pandemic had a influence on purchasing that took place. But I think it's important for us to understand also, I'm not saying that the chart indicates this, but it also recognizes that because of rising expenses, as Jackie, you had alluded to, and both Rand had shared as well, you know, there's great benefits when you can recognize that you have these expenses. And if you can freeze them in time, if you can eliminate rising expenses, then you have a great benefit to, a, you know, to your income to your family, to your wealth, the ability to travel, the ability to do more entrepreneurial things for yourself. You're freeing up cash flow. And then as we look at this chart a little further, you can see some, some things, you know, where were electric vehicles in 2011 in terms of the amount of people that had them? You fast forward 11 years, wow. You know, 10 times as many people plus now drive electric vehicles in the United States. Um, and this is an amazing statistic. Now, if you were to look at, at solar energy as a component of it and really looking at some of these benefits, Jackie, you had shared, and I know you want to talk a little bit further about it, but that would be my, my assessment on this chart. If you, but if you were to compare growth in the solar energy business, understanding um, that solar energy not only eliminates rising costs of electricity, but to be able to now renew the energy that you need in your electric vehicle with the same renewable energy that you're using for your home that's created from the sun, you're eliminating that rising expense that's subjected to inflation that Rand had shared that, that we're talking about in this conversation. And I think that there's a, a couple other points that I'll, I'll get into it with you, Jackie, a little bit more in detail when you, when you talk about it. Yeah, so we have electric vehicles, and with electric vehicles, um, again, there are certain tax credits. Again, definitely, um, we're not giving financial advice. You need to check with your accountant or your attorneys. But um, there's a federal tax credit, um, you know, and you might not get the tax credit right away, but it's seven thousand five hundred dollars for those that are not on the video side. It applies only to new car sales. It doesn't apply to lease. Uh, but it applies to electric vehicles, plug-in hybrids. I didn't know that. Um, you know, fuel cell vehicles. Um, so again, um, there's a lot of different um, ways that you can save when you purchase an electric vehicle. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, this this information here? Just the value, the value of the electric cars and um, possibly the incentives in terms of um, what people might not might need to be thinking about. Just like incentives are available when you purchase a solar system and offsetting the expenses of your rising costs, the federal government provides a 26% tax credit. Here you have an opportunity of also getting a tax benefit from the government for using um, an electric vehicle. And even though that number can vary depending on the size of the battery, and I'll ask everyone on the call that's listening to do their due diligence and recognize that a different size electric vehicle will provide a different amount of tax credit. But the maximum benefit is $7,500.
And that's a real dollar amount. And a lot of people can use a lot of that towards the cost of their vehicle. Um, the same goes true with electricity. You know, our, our expenses are what they are, but when you own your own electricity, which is truly what you're doing, you are becoming your own utility. There is something to say about, you know, decentralizing the component of you being your own electric company. And in this case, you're kind of removing yourself from, from gas, you know, so we can all talk about what's going on today, rising costs, you know, a number of years ago, you paid a lot less than what you're paying today. And, um, and sadly, you know, spending a lot of money is one thing on gasoline, but I think Rand and I were having this conversation a, a few minutes ago about the fact that, you know, how much does it really cost to fill up your car with electricity? And what's the difference in cost? And Rand, I'm going to defer to you on this because you, you said this quite eloquently a few minutes ago. Sure. I, I would love for you to elaborate on what you said. Okay. Hey, you might've seen me looking out over to the left. I was, I wanted to get the, thank you, Ray. Um, I wanted to make guys, the most accurate numbers um, about, you know, what the, put a face to this thing. So what, obviously um, it's good to opt out of inflation in general, but you're kind of getting a double leverage point if you're using an electric vehicle, you get a tax savings, which are pretty robust. So uh, just give some numbers. Um, I might try to see if I can put my screen here and show it. So I'll get a check here, but uh, it might. No, it's just blurry. <laughs> it's a little blurry. It's a little blurry. So maybe you could just speak from it because I don't think uh, we're able to do that. So, um, well, there we go. There we go. Okay. I'd like to have a little visual personally um, so I can track a little better. So good. So low tech, but high tech. So it's 14,263 is the average miles per year in 2022 for a person. Okay. If you get an, an electric vehicle, they typically, um, you're looking at uh, kilowatt hours, about 30 per every 100 miles. And then um, let's see what I have to make figures here. Uh, so we're we're going to take that, that that big figure divide by 100, right? And then we're going to um, divide by, by the 30. There we go. So we're looking at, you know, 4,200, 4,300 kilowatt hours per year. The average cost about 16% per kilowatt hour, which means you're looking at like 684 bucks in electricity to power that electric vehicle per year. Mm -hmm. You take that on the monthly cost, it's about 50 now, the average cost per gallon as of a couple of days ago is uh, evidently is $4.71. You might have it at a much higher amount or a lower amount, depending where you are on the East Coast. Very easily could be higher, West Coast as well. So average, let's take the average uh, miles per gallon of a car of uh, 20 to 40 miles per gallon. It's called 30. So you're looking at about 460 gallons per year and about 2,200 yearly gas costs, 186 per month. That might be familiar to you guys, somewhere around that, maybe more. Randy pays a lot more because he travels a bit and he's in, you know, the tri-state area. Uh, but anyway, that's 186. Um, if you take that figure and you subtract out the energy cost for the EV, you're saving about 130 bucks a month or 1500 bucks a year. So you'll save money on solar in general because you're going you're gonna to take your immediate bill, say 250 and drop it down to 220. Uh, but if you also have the capacity to fuel your electric vehicle, you get the tax benefits and you also get about, you know, another $1,500 a year in savings just by switching over to an electric vehicle. So it's kind of an indirect value factor, kind of a synergistic value factor with solar 
uh, it's not readily apparent unless you kind of do the math and you know what you're looking at. So may I elaborate on that for just a second round? Can you leave that up for just a second, if you don't mind? I wanted to point out something else that I think is also important and add to the uh, conversation here. You know, not only is it a yearly savings that you see, um, but recognize the fact that you're also getting, if the average solar system is $40,000, you're saving not only um, electric costs, but the government's gonna give you back up, you know, your 26% tax credit, which is in the neighborhood of $10,000. The electric vehicle tax credit, another $7,500. That's really $17,500 plus a yearly savings in the amount of what Randy's, what we're, sorry, Rand, what Rand's talking about. And now you're talking about a true savings. There's a lot of money here to be made for your own personal wealth converting the same expense that you normally would have by using a vehicle, converting the same expense that you would normally have by having electricity on your roof. Thank you, Rand. We're good. And I, and I, and I want you to, I want everyone to hear that not only is it this financial benefit, but this brings me to the next statement, which is it's a huge environmental benefit too, you know? And, uh, and that's something that we haven't, we've talked about in other conversations, but the electric vehicle piece here, um, if you pair together solar energy that you make from your own home and convert that energy into usable energy in your house and the energy that you're using in your vehicle, there are some huge, huge savings, everyone. Tremendous. So points taken. Thank you, Rand. That was awesome. Yeah. So I agree with you. And I just am showing really fast. Um, there's... Uh, from the government website, there is a homeowner's guide to federal tax credit for solar. So again, it talks about the tax credit and it talks about you know, how you're eligible for this. Again, you'll, you can talk to your accountant as well as your attorneys about this, but um, there's definitely value added by, um, you know, from the, the state side to the federal side for doing this. Um, now, so we've talked about when, you know, if I was to think about when I bought my hybrid, I, you know, thought, okay, I have an outside electric plug. I can always plug it into my house. So, you know, people, when they buy an electric vehicle, they, they, they think, okay, let me get the vehicle. Now I have to connect it to my house. And then once I connect it to the house, they are then thinking about, oh, well, now what does it cost me to, you know, power the electric for the vehicle? Sometimes we think in pieces. We don't think as a collective package about how everything needs to be connected together. And, and that was why I wanted us to also have this chat because you know, if you are thinking about going the, elect the electric vehicle route or even hybrid and you wanna be green, you really should think about the solar side because of the, the short-term and the long-term value uh, for both um, the savings that are going to happen when you're powering your electric vehicle because you're going to plug it in every night while you're sleeping so that way you have the ability to use it during the day um and also for the environment so um do you want to talk a little bit more about um the company and the um the strength of why um i was attracted to um you know uh what you are doing and being involved because again 
there's insurance, there's warranties, there are things that most companies uh, in the solar industry don't have. And I know I've been asking you um, very deep questions as I go forward, because I know that I will be adding solar to my roof, but I'm also involved with Legal Shield, and I'll share my link below for that. But I, even though I'm an attorney, I always have other attorneys look at things that, you know, so second pair of eyes, and I've had them look at the agreements that I'm going to be signing. And again, um, Rand and Randy have been very transparent and the attorneys, you know, are keep, keep, you know, asking me questions and I'm going forward with things and I'm learning more information. So I think there's value to this. And why don't you go ahead and um, talk more about the company? Because I think that that's very important from its history to what it's offering. Randy, do you want to get into that? You Sure. So Power is the name of uh, the business that both Randa and I are involved with. Power is a, uh, a renewable energy business. They're a solar contractor in the United States. Uh, the company's name is spelled P-O-W-U-R. California-based, been in business a little over eight years. We are, at this point today, the largest installer in the state of Texas, the second largest in the state of Florida, the third largest in, in the state of California. We install anywhere between 1,000 and 1,300 uh, projects each month, and we are a nationwide contractor. We have um, wonderful relationships with our vendors, which include powers, uh, excuse me, manufacturing of solar energy, so solar panels. The components that are involved with converting that energy into the energy that we use to either generate electricity in our house or to put the energy in our car through solar energy. And that would be through the inverter. And then the inverter itself uh, would then connect directly to the main panel of one's home, allowing energy to be created and used from the energy from the sun. Power itself has um, uh, played a great role in recognizing that if we sit on the same side of the table with somebody, it would be very important to protect their interests and understanding that manufacturers themselves, meaning that they produce the warranties for their companies, um, you know, that they create their own product with, uh, preventing them from having a problem. It helps the homeowner know that it's backed by a reputable warranty. We've decided uh, as a culture that we wanted to really protect the interests of our consumers. And how do you do that? you provide insurance on top of something. So the, in the event that there's a, a problem with the manufacturer, maybe they're not in business any longer. And if that's the case, you are protected as a homeowner. Insurance is a, an extra layer, layer of protection. So we provide that as well. And it lasts for 30 years. And today the panels last for between 45 and 50 years, which is a tremendous benefit for a family, uh, a homeowner, the ability for you to create that energy. So that's a little bit about power. It's a, one of the reasons why we're having this conversation today, because um, we are a real great leader in the solar energy business today. You know, Jackie, Randy, you're, you're yeah, uh, know. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So is there any cost to someone that is looking to install solar through power? Would you like me to, I'm going to share my slide. Yeah, please that do. Be, yeah, that'd right. be perfect. Let's, let's show it. And Rand, I'll have you talk about this if you don't mind, okay? Sure, Is that right? absolutely. 
Yeah, okay, great. So uh, please bear with me just a moment, everyone. Whoops, I'm sorry, wrong pictures. <laughs> We're gonna have to edit that. Um, give me just a second. I need to find that piece. It was right here. My apologies, there we go. Can everybody see my screen okay? Um, it's not sharing yet. Sharing yet, yeah. Can you, you haven't seen my screen at all? Uh, we sh uh, not yet. We did for, uh, we saw your desktop for a little bit. That's all you saw? Where is my, um... guys, I'm having an, an error on my screen. Bear with me just a second. Desktop okay? Yep, I can see it now. It's a sharing. There, there you go. Perfect. Perfect. So great. Um, thanks, Randy. So I'll, I'll, I really like this uh, presentation. It's really, really visual. So the general thing that's not understood, you know, I've spoken to people, there's people that are interested in solar and there's a lot of attention on in general because the word's kind of getting out there. As with anything, there's the early adopters, the people that are paying attention that understand it. Some people are, a lot of people are concerned about doing something new, which makes sense. But the word's getting out there that solar is just, you know, it's got a lot of environmental benefits. People have viewed it that way and, and a lot of people adopt it for that reason. Other people, they need to see something a little closer to home, just the average person. And uh, they're starting to become aware that solar is, is a tool uh, to optimize inflation. Now, what they think is it's expensive. You know, there's, a, there's a, a system on your house. It's a rather involved system. You're basically got your own grid on the roof, which is fantastic. Uh, so they think it's expensive, but what's not understood is that our, our, the, the industry has evolved to have some wonderful loan products. And what it amounts to is that there's zero money down. So there's no cost to make the switch. You're paying nothing for solar. And you're taking your existing bill again, say it's 250 and you're dropping it usually out the gate. It depends on your roof. You know, honestly, we've done projects where someone drops down from 450 a month to 350 in Florida because there's so much sunshine right out the gate. That's like a 1200 bucks a month saving, which is outrageous. But the more, more important part is you see that graph there. Um, solar is a fixed rate for 25 years. It's usually a 25 year loan. And that stays flat while your inflation rate is going up every year. And at current rates, 11%, you're looking at your bill doubling in, uh, you know, frankly, probably seven years as the math goes. And yeah, yes. you have to pay a 20 bill. Um, 220 bill, that's great. It's actually getting cheaper and cheaper every year because that 220 is a fixed cost. So you're benefiting from inflation now where that 220 bill becomes, you know, effectively 210, 200 as inflation goes down. Really wonderful thing to have a fixed price in an inflationary environment. So you're opting out of that inflation. Uh, as we're talking here, as you're using your, your cost basis, as the accountants call it, you have to, you're fixing your cost basis for electricity at today's cost, owning your own, own power, which becomes your asset instead of throwing it down the drain. And you're fixing that in time. And then you can things that use it to fuel things like your car or do wild things like do Bitcoin mining because it's your electricity and you got it fixed in time at an inflation protected rate, which is fascinating. So that's what's, um, it costs nothing to make the switch. And that's a miss understanding of most people out there. So when some people say to me, what's the return on investment? That's a confusion there. So I say, you know, look, there's, there's, you're not really, if you're, you're taking a bill, which let's, let's reframe your power bill. Your power bill is debt. Okay. You're going to pay it forever. And it's a variable rate. And you're going to keep paying more and more and more. And you have no control over it. 
So if you can consider that as debt, you have debt already, and you're swapping it for something cheaper, a fixed rate, which is your solar payment. So you know, you're, you're, it's a, you're, you're financing through debt with solar, but you're getting a fixed rate, and you're opting out of the higher fixed rate, which becomes higher and higher every year. So the return on investment is immediate because there's no cost to make the switch. And if you qualify, if you have over a 650 credit score or 620, sometimes you can work with that. It really, there's no, you don't feel it at all. There's no cost to make the switch. You have immediate savings as much as 1200 bucks a year. And then you save more and more every year and it compounds into some pretty outrageous figure. Hard to believe, frankly, unless you see it in black and white. So we do proposal, we'll show you your house. All homes are different. But when you see it over 30 years, even at an average 4% inflation rate, our proposals often come in at fifty to $60,000 a year in savings. I think Jackie, yours was rather small system, but 25,000 in savings at 20, 25,000 at a 4% inflation rate at 8%, that's 50,000. That's, hey, that's if I can, if I can Please, add I, to that statement, I just wanna, because you, you touched on such an important point, not only is inflation so relevant here, but we talk about the return on investment, you know? So what's your real return on investment when we talk about this, you know, as a conversation amongst everybody on this call, um, we talk about a return on investment, not only dollar for dollar in this savings piece, but we also talk about the rising, um, the rising price of your house. So what happens is when you put this energy producing asset on your house, it's really going to raise your property's value. So we talk about this return on investment. Well, it's an immediate return on your investment, five to 40%. Right. And then what happens when you sell your house? You know, you're going to get all of the money that you paid for your solar system. I can't say, you know, without disqualifying the fact that you need to speak to your realtor about it. But what I can tell you is that the price of itself, the cost of your solar system is more likely going to increase the property value more than the cost of your solar system over the duration of time to pay it off, too. Go ahead, Ryan. You know, there was a point you brought up earlier that um, about the value of the warranty. And the, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of people look at you could save 50 bucks a month right at the gate. Most people sell solar on that basis. The warranty, as you spoke so eloquently about, and, and really get the, the dynamics of it, that aspect will prevent you from having to hassle with any kind of, you know, you want the, the asset to benefit, but you don't want the liability of something going wrong. That's mm -hmm. a huge factor. And the third factor is, you know, what is, your, what is this energy producing asset worth? I mean, what would somebody want if you sold your home? What kind of warranty would they want? Well, they're probably the same thing you'd want. And if you have a $40,000 mm -hmm. they're paying for and they're buying the house, which is frankly a wonderful amenity because it's a, it's a mm -hmm. it produces income on your roof in the form of energy. So that's mm -hmm. one very valuable the value of the home, understandably, but only so much as you take the cost per kilowatt times the average annual usage of kilowatt hours in the household times what? The number of years of warranty power. Because the warranty right. appraisal value, and if you don't have a good warranty, it'll affect your appraisal value. Uh, because someone's going to buy something with this, this unknown liability, this uncertainty. Mm -hmm. All that with our 30-year warranty, that's one of the reasons I chose to work with this company. It's a huge mm -hmm. differentiator. I think it's the final tumbler, the final factor in really helping solar have more massive option. Mm -hmm. so, um, one of the things that you mentioned during our conversation um, you know, we, we've started talking about electrical vehicles, but there are others that are in the field of the blockchain and Bitcoin mining mm -hmm. and who are doing um, other businesses within their homes that um, might um, generate a need for electrical power and support. And so, 
you know, I would, I would also say that for those that are in alternative businesses that are home-based, that you look at this also as, you know, um, a value to, uh, to what you're doing. Because again, um, it's going to reduce your costs overall and increase your cash flow for whatever you want to invest in um, or to, you know, power your other passions. So um, any last minute thoughts, guys, on um, people getting involved with uh, going solar? I know I'm going to, for everyone who's listening, I will have embedded within the blog below um, the link. So that way you can have a complimentary, um, you know, visit to figure out how does this help you and your family or your business. Uh, but any last minute thoughts for everyone who's listening? I have one, if you don't mind, yeah. if you don't mind. Um, you know, it's amazing to me how we get these benefits from renewable energy, but I love in your background that we talk about traveling, we're talking about finance and business, but the wellness piece, Jackie, is so meaningful to me as it's part of my core value. And I believe in really helping others in my community. And for that matter, learning about something that you can convert an expense into something that becomes something that stops rising in costs. But more importantly, you're really helping the environment as well. You know, and there's, there's that financial benefit. Certainly, Rand made it very apparent. I know, I hope that I explained that to you. And Jackie, you shared that as well. I find that the wellness piece is so important. You know, when you stop burning fossil fuels or stop utilizing the burning of fossil fuels to either, um, start your vehicle or generate your energy needs in your home, you're really helping the benefits of the world. Now think about the environmental benefits aside from what about the health benefits? You know, it's healthier to breathe air that's cleaner. It's healthier for your future lifespan. You know, put yourself in communities like major cities where you have these big populations that are burning lots. And then you have this cloud of smoke, but once you leave it, you get a chance to see it from a distance. And in your electric vehicle, mind you, you get a chance to see it from a distance, but you see this cloud around you. So to really appreciate the fact that you're helping not just yourself financially, not just to you know, help yourself um, with, with these future benefits, but think about the wellness for the world here. We're, we're truly helping others around us. So this becomes a very important part of why we are having this really engaging conversation. So yeah, I just I wanted to share that. I agree with you. And I, I think we saw this temporarily when everyone was forced to be home because of COVID. We mm -hmm. saw the air clear. We saw the uh, the waters clear. Dolphins, you know, ended up being at Venice. You know, there were, there were things that were going on within the environment because it allowed the earth to, um, uh, be clean again. And, um, you know, again, we, we have a chance to change our behaviors and to support the future for our children and their kids and everything else that's going on. So I think, uh, there's been a lot of lessons learned and we just need to follow through on that. Rand, did you want to say something? No, I think we covered it rather well. I mean, I, I, it is a travel show and obviously if you are traveling and you know you got to plan out your electric vehicle recharge stations but you know we're traveling all the time and it's creating it is creating a, an environment that's not good to raise our kids in and to, to saturate ourselves within 
the fact that we could save money and also mitigate that factor is wonderful. It's a really mm -hmm. nice, um, clever, I like good design. I like the, the general passion of mine. When you have a really good strategy that benefits so many different factors in such an elegant fashion, um, you know, it's about traveling through life in a more elegant way. That's one way you brought it up, Jackie. You're kind of the master theme or overarching theme of your program. And I think that fits the bill there. Um, so yeah, yeah, thanks for having us on. And Yeah, no, I'm, I appreciate your being on. I know that there'll be other uh, topics that we're going to be discussing in the future. For everyone who's listening, again, um, definitely like and subscribe, but also go to the blog below so that way... Again, there's no cost to have um, a conversation um, about how solar can help you. And I think this is important education. Even if you don't decide to do it at the moment, it's important to get that information. So definitely reach out through the link below because that few minutes might help you or someone else that you know, um, you know, take a step. And again, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. We're all connected. We're all part of one world. And thank you so much for being on. Talk to you soon.